You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I mean, it wasn't that much damage. Was it? Overall, I think he's going to be okay. I don't know. From the way that you were describing it, it sounded like it might be more than you think I it was. I don't think we have the power to do that much damage. There was just a little section that maybe it was a bit trampled afterwards. But then again, after you'd been spritzering for what, like eight hours? Not eight hours. Uh-huh. We'd had a few drinks. And, you know, maybe we got to roughhousing a little bit and maybe fell over and maybe there will be part of a uh, popcorn shortage in the United States. Afterwards. Greg, it's going to be single-handedly I, your fault, by All the my way. fault. All, all my fault. fault. Yes. Uh, nah, I think it'll be okay. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. And, of course, we are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon, and then available via podcast worldwide all over the cyberwebs. God damn it. Perhaps even into space, Sarah. Probably in space. Are we pinging off of things in space? I would imagine so. Okay, is that how it works? I don't know. You um, can tell me that that's how it works, and I would think so. I'm going to say, even if you're on the moon, you can listen to Fun Employment Radio. Wow. And why would you not be? That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. Uh, So thank you so much, everyone. And we've got got a ton of stuff that we're going to get to today here. But um, yeah, to reference what we were... Okay, actually, I will say this. I did... uh, We'll play it here in a little bit. I did record the dog song that I said I was going to. (laughs) It's I may or glorious. may not have come in here in early in the morning and uh, decided to uh, sing the dog song because last week I talked about how this might be a new uh, side venture of mine. You have your dog portrait paintings. I sure do. But now I'm going to make custom dog songs for people. Well, we'll see if you're going to keep making them if, if people hear this first one. <laughs> well, we'll see. That's I have true. to say it's really good, but Greg was like second guessing himself. Like the first thing you have to do is be confident yeah. in your side your Well, that like, was behind the scenes. You you're not supposed to, to let through that I that I ever second guess myself, Sarah. No, nobody uh, nobody thinks that I have anything less than you know enormous confidence in everything I do. Oh, sure. Right. Nobody would ever think otherwise. I can't wait for everyone to hear this song. <laughs> so I did, uh, I said last week for a sample one, the first person donate $25 would get their song John in Boring listener John was the first one to do so and so there is a song coming up about his dog Ray 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 I has I love that name but seriously out of all the names in the world why would you name your dog Ray Ray no, I don't know I, I mean, know. I guess, you know, every dog has a weird name. I but don't know. Lots of people name their dog like Muffin and stuff like that. Yeah, but I mean, Muffin's more of a dog name than Ray Ray. I don't know. I kind of like Ray Ray. Okay. Although it does make me think of Fat Raymond Felton. But it does. That's all I think that's, of. That's I'll think of his cheese, cheeseburger eating Raymond Felton. That's, and that's all I think. That's very much a uh, local Portland joke, I think, probably. But uh, it's about Raymond Felton. He used to play point guard for the Trailblazers. Notoriously always showed up overweight. And kind of a dick. Yeah, well, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. That too. Um, but, uh, Which is why it's always been fun to make fun of him. Yes. Because he is just, he's always been unabashedly hateful toward Portland. That is true. Yeah, that and is, everybody is, in it. That is true. But I don't think Ray Ray the dog should get that kind of hate. <laughs> and I also don't know if Ray Ray the dog is uh, a cheeseburger. Well, he probably does eat cheeseburgers, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, if they were handed his way. Uh, so I love that song. But That's why our friend Lily actually just side note really quick. Her parents have a dog uh, named Ray. And we all call it just by default now. Even her parents have started calling it Fat Ram and Felton. <laughs> That's all they call the dog. Instead of Ray, it's like Fat Ram and Felton. Come over here. You want a cheeseburger? Yeah, right. that is that is pretty much his name. Uh, but uh, to reference something else that I was bringing up here, 
maybe we should bring on our super secret guest. I think so. While I explain this. Yes. Because, because last week it was a secret guest, but now maybe we're throwing people off because they're like, is it the usual secret guest or is it going to be yet another different secret guest? Right. Nobody will know. You never know. Nobody will know. Last week, of course, it was Rick Emerson. This week it is... Surprise! Aaron Duran! Oh, hello! <laughs> hello! Surprise, everybody! Yes. Pow! Pew. Surprise! Nobody expected Aaron Duran. <laughs> Nobody expected him to come this way. <laughs> Don't go that way. He'll never go that way. <gasps> I think we just make up about Toby lives movies. in Portland. Yeah, I've, I've told you that before. Oh, I just don't listen to you sometimes. I That's know. Exciting. Yeah, because he had that movie on Saturday. Mm-hmm. The lessons I've learned. Yes. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking which I, about. Since we were just talking about the worm from Labyrinth, that's what we were just saying yeah. in the beginning. And then Toby, the baby from Labyrinth, who sat on David Bowie's knee, lives here in Portland, Oregon. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the son of Brian Froud, who designed all the goblins from Labyrinth. Oh, okay. Yeah. All, all right. the goblins and fairy designs were done by Brian Froud. So Toby kind of grew up in that household and under the Henson studio. Wow. So here's this kid who's now an adult, learned from like two of the most creative studios in the country. Now he's yeah. kind of doing his own thing. Wow. Which is yeah. pretty awesome, which means yeah. we're going to get him on the show. All right. We're going to try to. Okay. Okay. Go Toby. Go Toby. To- Toby. You probably should have me on for that show. Oh, I, I don't think, think so Because Greg will just be like, so, <laughs> you put your hand inside things. <laughs> <laughs> How does that Sweet. Well, well, what's that all about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, well, I'm sorry. I want to get back to your destruction of what we were talking about earlier, because I want Aaron to win. Yeah, how did you ruin too. all the popcorn? I didn't ruin all the popcorn. I love popcorn, ass. Popcorn is delicious all right well so so this weekend i uh i grew up out in the country the countryside of oregon about (laughs) it's it's not that kind of country um but about uh, i don't know hour and a half two hours south of portland out in the middle of nowhere and i went that kind of country then it's country yeah it's very much country uh and i went back there this weekend we had uh, i mean i'll say this what it was for was you know, kind of, it was sad, but it was a celebration of life more than that because what, um, it was a, a, a friend basically of the family passed away. Mm-hmm. And I say family because he pretty much was. He's yeah. not blood family, but yeah, absolutely. A friend of the family passed away um, untimely a couple of months ago. And so we had the celebration of life, which is exactly what he would have wanted. Mm-hmm. He would not want anybody being sad. He would want people drinking and having fun. <laughs> he was a and cool dude. A he was a very cool dude. Mm-hmm. And so hilarious. that's exactly what he wanted. And <laughs> that's exactly what we did. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we, we had a good time. And I was down there with, uh, with Nate. Of course, everybody uh, knows you know, my, my friend Nate. And we, we did some celebrating. We did some celebrating. Well, you're supposed to. Like, it would have been rude, as you said, if you weren't didn't celebrate yeah, properly. Absolutely. Absolutely. So just a big party in the house with friends mm. and family. Yep. Pretty didn't much outside. and uh, Kept it contained. It was controlled. contained. Yeah. I mean, you're out in the country. There's not much damage you can do, really. So no, we, but I think you found damage to do, didn't you? <laughs> except for that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we, we ended up, we went down by the river. Did a walk down to the river, which you got to do. You got to walk on down gotta, by the river. Got to walk on down well, by the river. You got to throw sticks and stones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have yeah. a rock skipping competition. Yep. Yep, while you're drinking beer on the banks of the river. Sink the stick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sink the stick. Throw it out oh, there. Dog doesn't wow. get it. Try to sink it. Yeah, sink the stick. Man, I'm going to tell you, I had <laughs> so much. I forgot how much I love where I grew up, like out in the country, because I always took it for advan- uh, took it for granted. Growing up, how actually beautiful the Oregon countryside is, it was awesome. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. But one thing that did happen, of course, you're out in the country, you're by a bunch of farms, and including maybe they're adjacent to a cornfield where the corn is only 
probably a foot and a half tall right now because it's just growing. It's baby corn. Yeah. It's uh, it's actually corn that's going to be used for popcorn specifically, which I didn't know they had specific corn for yeah. that. But yeah, it's popcorn. How did you find out? Was this, has this been in like an old timey like popcorn field? No, they rotate it to different things every year. Oh, so it's, right it's, now it's always it's corn, but okay. but uh, this year it's popcorn apparently. I guess they rotate it. I didn't know that. You have to rotate corn because the way it pulls nutrients from the ground. Oh, Di- I see. Different kinds of corn. <laughs> Why the fuck I know that? <laughs> <laughs> so this year, though, they, they determined that it's good popcorn corn. This year, it's popcorn time. It's right. popcorn it's corn. It's popcorn time. So, you Don't know. on them cornfields, son. <laughs> <laughs> and it got late at night, and oh. since you are out there, you can see you can see more stars than you can in Portland. So it's kind of cool. Clear night. Drinking maybe some cowboy spritzers, which uh, if you're a longtime listener, you know what a cowboy God. spritzer is. What flavor were they this year? Uh, it was vodka and ginger ale. Oh, that's uh, good. Yeah, yeah so we had a big... A big uh, Actually, not not even. It was more than a fifth. What's the next one? A up? gallon, a, uh, a half gallon, half gallon, half gallon yeah. of vodka. Wow! And you take the vodka in one hand, top shelf. I'm guessing. Uh, no, yeah, upper no. low, upper low. So what's above sky, Monarch. What, what's Sky Vodka? That's that's not bad. That's not too bad. No, no that's no. pretty like fancy. Shelf. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So it wasn't too bad. And then uh, and then the ginger ale. And what you do is you hold one in each hand. You take a <laughs> swig of the vodka, hold it in your mouth. <laughs> Then take a swig of the two liter of whatever your mixer is, and then while it's both in your mouth, swish it around, and therefore you get you a mixture. You have to swish it like you, you swish shake it. your head swish around. It. Yeah, yeah, like you're a dog holding onto something and just... Yeah. And See, then, the first time you told me about Cowboy Spritzers, I actually thought you would just put the vodka and whatever soda into a bottle, and then you spritzed your mouth all day. Oh, I was like, that'd be kind of nice because I, you know, you'd get a little buzz, but you'd have a really good hammered. The mm. first time he's like, "Do a cowboy spritzer with me." <laughs> first off, you asshole, <laughs> you gave me shitty diet sprite and then grape flavored vodka. Ew. Oh yeah, yeah, because I didn't want that stuff. It was at Scott and Lily's old place. That was the worst <laughs> cow. I'm like, what do I do? He's like, then you chug it, shake your mouth about. I'm like, that's a you that's a cowboy spritzer. <laughs> Generally speaking, flavored uh, flavored liquor not good for cowboy spritzers because you're already getting enough flavor from whatever the mixer is. Ugh. No, you know it's not good. How also really bad honey whiskey. <laughs> Terrible for spritzers. Oh, it's awful for yeah. Spritzers. Honey whiskey is pretty overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's pretty bad all around. I yeah. mean, unless it's like really light, but. I mean, if you I like cut it with like some soda water or something, if you dilute the sweetness a little bit, but maybe. Yeah, I bought it's quite much. I bought cheap honey whiskey. That's probably part of the problem. Well, for spritzers, yeah, yeah, you don't need quality. Yeah. You don't need quality. So <laughs> we were doing a few of those. And we're like, hey, yeah, oh, just a couple few. I'm just sure, just a couple few. It was me and Nate and actually. Seen, oh yeah, his, between Greg and Nate, I've seen them both like spritz, like do spritzers together, and they will finish a fifth of something in probably like. Mm, Ten minutes? Oh, we will not finish a fifth. That'll kill minutes. you. You pass it back and forth. If it's like, okay, no. it's like you guys and like two of your buddies between the four of you. Two I've hours. Seen you all. Two hours. Two hours. Bullshit. Depending on how many people are. If it's right. just Nate and I, I will say I will. I will take the ten and I will go to uh, like thirty minutes. No, Nate and I cannot finish a fifth in thirty. Oh, we could. We don't. Although, if there's more people involved, yeah, that could happen. Yeah, that. that well, how big's a fifth? A fifth is 750 Oh, it's just, okay. Yeah. okay, it's one of those. Yeah. It's like the size right. of a bottle of wine. Yeah. 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 Well, we went through quite a bit. And it was us and also his uh, his cousin, Kevin, from Chicago. So he was uh, – sh- and Kevin's like 6'6", six, six, and Nate and I are both pretty short. He was both like, what, 5'4"? No, I'm taller than that. I'm 5'6 five, five, and a half. That's so sad that, five, you're, six and three that you're as old as you are and you still do like halves on your, on your wow. height. I've been telling myself that. I'm, 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 like, so I'm, wait, 12, like, I'm almost 13. I'm 12 and a half. I'm 12 and three quarters. <laughs> like, Jesus. 
So the three of you, so it's like Marin, Pippin, and Aragorn out in the fields of Mordor. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh That's God. pretty much what it was. I got to say, Kevin adapted to the Cowboy Spritzers real quick. It was, it was good. Well, yeah. Yeah, with well, a like thick I mean, Chicago accent. Yeah, cowboy spritzer. So you yeah. guys, so you Couple were taking of hobbits and a human just yeah. enjoying the country life. <laughs> so two hobbits and a human and some spritzers. We're yeah. wandering around. It was late. Yeah, you'd been having some spritzers. So then what happened? Yeah, How, well, we walked what out to the popcorn. Well, we walked over to the to the cornfield. We're just trying to stand there. We tried to like delicately walk out into it a little bit, and let's just say delicately walking after four or five hours of doing spritzers, <laughs> your your balance is a little bit off. You're not too delicate anymore. <laughs> not too delicate. Yeah. No. And it's those like in those fields, like the country fields, and they aren't they can't be uneven. Or they can of, be uneven, right? It's a, it's a bunch of dirt clods. Lots of dirt clods that yeah. can make for some wonky walking. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And perhaps uh both Nate and I fell into the corn, possibly ruining some of the crop. I'm gonna guess it's not gonna recover where we fell. There's like human sized like spots where it probably like See, looks almost so like, this a, is like a the corn baby angel. Corn? Like you, it's been working like, really hard to grow. Yeah, he killed it. You left shame angels. Shame corn <laughs> angels. That's mm-hmm. so right. It's kind of shame angels. Those yeah. are three angels that are never gonna get their wings. <sighs> I just wanted to be. Popcorn. Do you know? Is it like old man Wiggins who like owns the farm? Do you know who it is? No, I know who it is. Yeah. You know. You're gonna who give it is. reparations? You know what no, you did. I know who it is, but. Um, is he kind know, of a jerk? Get some small town politics here. Yeah, no, nobody really likes that guy. He's kind of a jerk. So it's okay. Maybe it's because punk ass kids keep falling in his corn. I'd be a well, jerk possibly. too if I'm trying to make a living by growing like popcorn corn no. and then. All right, fine. Country problem. Here's what this guy will do. So oh, with not in the popcorn, he won't do this, but in the uh, <laughs> feed corn, what he'll do <laughs> is he he has a dairy farm too, and so he'll pump all of the like like dairy, basically the shit water. That they, that they run the cow stuff into He'll pump that out over the field So for miles around It just smells like cow shit For, for days or months on That's end That's how you fertilize I know you but, use that. but the thing is He never turns it off And then he's got this shotgun thing sound To keep the geese away Yeah And so that will go all night long They'll, they'll forget to turn it off And so all night long You just hear this Sounds like a giant shotgun. Oh, this going is the off. shotgun guy. The yeah, it's that guy too. It's the propane. It's oh. a propane tank. Yeah, but it oh, makes Greg the sound of a gun. Never liked that guy. I've heard you talk about. But then him you just for you years. took it out on the popcorn, Greg. Yeah. Why yeah. do you have to deprive people of the popcorn, Greg? Yeah, I fell. I fell. Fell in it. Fell no. multiple <laughs> times. I bet. Like especially after I've seen you after a few spritzers, and particularly when you're with Nate, who's like your second brother. Right. Yeah. Pretty Basically, much. I yeah. can just picture you guys, and all of a sudden, thinking like you fell, might as well wrestle. <laughs> That's what happened, didn't it? And then you rolled over and ruined more crops. Was there corn wrestling? Oh, I mean, it there was, was. kind of hard too at that, that point. Yeah. yeah, we were we were a little bit too maybe uh, maybe a few too many spritzers in to effectively wrestle at that point. But yeah, you know, maybe there was a uh, shove somebody back over type of thing. Going so on. did you still leave like the human impressions on the corn? Yeah, well, we got out of there. Well, so you sure should have reported the next day of the paper, like I've done seen angels that fell from the sky. <laughs> oh, God, it's like the new crop circle. Yeah, in yeah. independence, except for it's like drunken angels, angels. Except for in the shape of me, like falling down. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, that happened. That happened. Well, was this guy like really close to the property that you were at? The uh, the owner, the popcorn the, guy, the farmer. Yeah, nah, no, nah, he's he's a few fields away. I know where he is. He's, he's a few fields. He couldn't see us from his house. I'll, I'll tell you that. Wow. Yeah. So I think we're okay. We'll blame it on uh, kids. But now, you go damn to, kids were out there. You go to the theater this weekend or whatever the summer, and you know why popcorn's so fucking expensive. Yeah. You send your email to Greg at Fun, Fun Employment, Employment Radio. <laughs> Radio. Who yeah. Knew? Who knew? Popcorn. Popcorn comes from Oregon, apparently. At least part of it. Now, do you know like, what kind to. of popcorn it is? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's pop. I I don't know. Is there? I guess it is it delicious organic think, fresh popped popcorn? 
Now I'm gonna look up. Well, what it doesn't popcorn grow up from. popped. I mean, it's actual corn when it's growing. Wait, are you talking? Then you pop th- it. You're saying that there's not popcorn fields. Yes, the, it's right next to. the I marsh- thought that what they did is like they all popped and then like you sprinkled and buttered them in the it's, field. It's next to yeah. the marshmallow uh, pasture. Mm-hmm. Right, it's right over there mm-hmm. where That's they grow back. Did. And then the jelly beans are down the road a little mm-hmm. bit. The goldfish so. ponds. Yeah, the goldfish mm-hmm. pond where you can go to the goldfish crackers. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know where it's uh, where it's supposed to end up. So, did you feel any shame? Was it like one of the things you woke up the next morning? And you're you like feeling. Well, it's just, you've asked many foolish questions <laughs> in your life, Sarah. If Greg feels shame, it's probably the foolish one That's of all. That's true because he's all not right. feeling any shame. I just want to know if you felt bad at all no. for what? ruining that guy's popcorn. No. Want the honest answer? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you not? <laughs> I just don't. He's got a lot of it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. He had it coming anyway. Some of it needed to be sacrificed. It's okay. It was eh, eh. You should have left a shot of a spritz with a little note saying, sorry about the cord. <laughs> there you go. This will make up there for it. There you go. Here's some vodka. There you are. Oh, God. Don't forget to shake it up. <laughs> yeah. You know, things happen. It was all right. But that's that's part of being out in the country. Well, I'm glad you had yourself a ripper in time. Mm-hmm. It's part of country life. We used I would to play, be kind of uh, scared of country life because I'd be afraid that the farmer would figure out it was me and then come and try and find me the next day. Nah. <laughs> nah. What's he going to do about it? Come on, Farmer Joe. What are you going to do about it? Farmer well, Joe. Well, having been shot by uh, rock salt, I can tell you exactly what they'll do about yeah, it. Yeah, no, I'd, I actually <laughs> yeah. don't want to encounter him when he's angry. <laughs> you don't want to encounter an angry farmer. No. No, that's not good. But, I mean, when we were, when we were younger, growing up out there, we used to have parties what? out... Out by the river, and you then it would be down by the, by the river. Stop down by the river, it wrong. yeah. Party down by the river, and then you'd uh, it'd be next to a different cornfield, and that's when the corn's like fully grown, so it's like ten feet tall. And you walk out into the middle of it, bringing you know plenty of uh, corn, beverages, corn spiders. Well, oh yeah, yeah, that part. But yeah, you go way out into the middle of it, and so you can't see it all where you are, and get turned around so you don't know where you're going, and then you pair off, and then you try to make it back first one back to the party site, then you you win. I, you didn't really win anything, or you just go make out. Life. Well, that was what that was the goal. You that hoped you got goal. paired off with yeah. the chick that you were interested in. Oh, okay, yeah. and yeah. then basically it turns into a makeout party, into a, a makeout adventure a little bit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Unless okay. you get stuck with another, uh, uh, like another dude or something, and then you're like, ah, well, this sucks. Let's just try to get back to the place. Let's get back. This is <laughs> this is boring now. Bean says, and in local news, cornfields have been damaged with tiny tiny human impressions. Please suspect <laughs> Portland's t- Portland TV's own Gregory J. Nibbler. <laughs> you never catch me. <laughs> also, Carrie's saying, uh oh. This might be a threat, Greg. What? Carrie, who's uh, the girlfriend of one of your childhood friends, who was probably a shit apple along with you, breaking... <laughs> oh, yeah, Danny played up. Children of the Corn, too. He wrote, well, the farmer Joe could tell your mom, Greg, and then she'll never make you her famous cookies again. Nah, my mom won't believe him. She doesn't like him either. I'll be good. I'm safe. I'm covered. I'll just make something up. All right, see, that, so uh, so Mom Nibbler, you think, would be okay with the fact that you were trampling on Trampling on some of the property fields. She wouldn't be proud of me, no. No, she wouldn't be excited about it. But I think But in the grand scheme of things that we, Greg, has done, yeah. falling on the corn ain't so bad. Yeah, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. <laughs> we, I'll Greg. be all right. Yeah, we, Greg. I'll be all right. All right, so you were gallivanting through fields and uh, destroying popcorn and stuff, and you had your, your Geek Olympathon. Yeah, weekend, the Geek right? Council, the 2014 Portland Geek Olympathon was Saturday. Uh, yes, Saturday. Saturday. Uh, they actually had to close the entrance. They topped out at teams. Nice. There were 30 teams this year. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, and all of them were pre, pre-sales. pre So how exactly does the Geek Olympics work? So how it works, you can form a team of up to five people. You can also go solo if you want. And basically what it is is that a bunch of kind of nerdy or geeky businesses and organizations throughout the town set up challenges for you to do. And you can win gold, silver, or bronze coins for it. Okay. okay. And whatever team has the most points, and then gold's worth more points and 
whatever team has the most points at the end of the Olympathon, which ends at 5 p.m., there's a ton of prizes, but the main grand prize were weekend passes to PAX in Seattle. Wow. And PAX is like the Comic-Con for video games. Okay. It's the weekend passes this year sold out in seven and a half minutes. Dang. Damn. Yeah. People do love their video games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a huge event. Like, there's concerts. I mean, it's more than just video games and packs. It's a massive pop culture event up there. And uh, this year, I did like how we did the we did the name that geek tune at the listener party. Mm-hmm. I, we basically brought that back for Geek in the City's portion at the Olympathon, and I held it at Bridge City Comics. Nice. Um, which was right near the end of the event because it was at Mississippi Pizza up there, so we were like a block away. And I get the thinking where a lot of teams said, well, we'll just hit that one last. Right, because you're right near the end. Yeah, but the rules were at 5 o'clock, the games are over. And there were a couple teams that would show up at like three minutes after 5, and they're like, okay, we're going to go. I'm like, no, sorry. Can't do it. Can't no, do it. You I don't know. get points. I'm like, no. They were all mad, but I was like, well, hey. you're all nerds. You should know how game rules work. That's it's true. clear, 5 p.m. is 5 p.m. But it was a lot stuff. of fun, but I was really amazed at, and Keelan was there for a lot of it. Special big shout out to Keelan for hooking me up with a big-ass sandwich because I had nice. no food all day. Oh. So I was getting very, uh, was it hangry? Yeah. Yeah, I was getting hangry. Oh, yeah, Sarah gets that a lot. Yeah. I know, I still want to get that shirt, the I'm sorry for the things I said when I was hungry. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Um, But we, like, I don't think we had a lot of hard songs. Like, I was, teams were not getting it. Like, we didn't give away a lot of gold medals on ours. What? And I asked Poe, and I was like, and I asked him, I said, are these hard tracks? He's like, nah, man. He's like, they're just not getting them. What, uh, like, what was an example of Like, one of the examples was, um... Like, if you're, like, a nerd or a geek or whatever, and you love movies and everything, like, you should probably know the music to Conan the Barbarian. Like, when you hear it, sure. you recognize it. You should know. There was a lot of, like, just blank faces. Huh. Just nothing. Um, one of them was... And there wasn't, like... You didn't have to name the track. You just had to name what show or movie or game it was from. And the one that kept... Some people was, I would play the theme, the theme music to Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. Right. And... Even then, like 20 seconds in, like blank faces. And then they'd say, Star Trek? Well, Deep Space Nine? I mean, yeah. I would think it's for a geek Olympics, right. that should yeah. be a pretty... Yeah. And I said, well, That's a be- gimme. And I I, yeah, I keep the clock moving. Like, be more specific. Another 10 seconds. Star Trek Enterprise? I'm like, really? I mean, even the if you said... The one that has the just... shitty pop song, you right. think... Yeah. I mean, I would think, honestly, I mean, I probably wouldn't do the greatest at Geek Olympics, but that would be... That's a gimme. Yeah, like, these men, it opens with like, yeah. And even if you gave them the second clue, like, be more specific, oh, well, it's clearly not Next Generation. It's clearly not the original. Yeah. Clearly not Enterprise. Yeah, that's true. Like, I played one of them for the movie category. I played Underground, David Bowie. Oh, yeah. And and it opens with a really obvious, it opens opens with a really obvious hook. Yeah. 30 seconds goes by. Nothing. So I actually had a, I had a rule that I said, if you get a few seconds in and you realize you don't know this, you can say, stop, new song. We'll pick a new song, but I add 25 seconds to your score automatically, which bumps you right out of gold. Mm. Completely. You can't get gold. And, then, and But I had people go like half a minute on the main music to Labyrinth. You know? Oh, no. I he's know singing the tinkling, in the background. And he's singing in the background. You know, it's only forever. And people are like, I don't know it. It's not long and then w- And then when they would get it wrong and they'd say, okay, what was it? I'd say, it's Labyrinth. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I forgot that song's in there. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, David Bowie's in How long would you need to hear that to realize what it was from? <laughs> Two seconds. A yeah. second. second. Granted, you're a big Labyrinth I know. junkie. But See, and I, I mean, and I like Labyrinth, but I don't know it very well. I would be able to get that just based off of David Bowie. Right. Be like, yeah. oh, yeah, David Bowie. Okay. 
But like, I know I Greg mean, doesn't like the show. How many seconds would you need of the True Blood song to know it was from True oh, Blood? Two. But, and yeah, yeah, that was like so. Even if you don't like the show, if you were like a pop culture junkie, which by default you probably should be, if you're in something called the fucking Geek Olympathon, <laughs> <laughs> the minute you hear, I can't stand that show. I haven't watched beyond like the first. Oh my god! I have to say, but I could be like True Blood. <laughs> let me insert it's for a second. So Thank you, because Greg has the cable and I don't, so he let me come over and watch the first oh, episode of Greg. the final season of True Blood. Which, no, it was not without hemming and hawing and bitching about it. Like, this is so fucking stupid. Everyone thought it was stupid, but I thought it was pretty stupid, actually. It was a pretty bad episode. It's so bad. They're it all is so bad. bad. I know, but I need to get... Like, not even entertainingly bad. <laughs> it's just bad. The new True Blood. Oh, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. They uh, No spoilers. But they did something that was supposed to be shocking, and it was like the least shocking thing I've ever seen. And that's it. Was there like undead humping? There was. There was just somebody. Somebody in it died. That's all I'm saying. And it's supposed eh. to be a big shocker. No, they didn't. But Greg doesn't think they did. I don't believe right. that for a second. Anyway, what was it you posted that Jessica said about it? Uh, my friend Jessica, Jessica who's a, watching it yesterday, had a comment on because Jessica writes some watches some bad shit. Like she watches all the Lifetime movies and stuff, like I do, and just like weird teen. Like we're way too out of the demographic. We shouldn't be watching this stuff. <laughs> um, let's see. So she wrote. I posted it online. Yeah, she, her quote was, "You guys, I watch a lot of stupid shit, and this is the worst thing I've ever seen." <laughs> Jessica on True Blood's Magical Fairyland storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It and that's and annoying. all those things are true. She watches some really, really bad stuff. Mm-hmm. And even True Blood was too much for her. So, yeah, True Blood, no. Yeah. But I would get the theme song. Yeah, yeah that's that what I mean. Like, So it wasn't like they were hard songs. Yeah. Yeah. Only like a small handful actually got gold. And the ones that do would get it really quickly. Like, boom, they would just jump all over it. Hmm. Yeah. Right. When they, I played like one of them, it. like one of them got the Legend of Zelda theme. You get that da, like, in, da, 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 yeah, they jumped on it. Da, da, so, da, da. but uh, yeah, why don't we just all sing bits and pieces of songs that Aaron? Did you see the? Oh, see this? What? You probably didn't. Oh, what? At the the last E3, just like a week ago, Nintendo unveiled the new Zelda game. Okay, and it's totally open world. So now you just can wander Hyrule. I don't understand. Nope. Don't. Don't. That's like, it. You don't Stop have it. regular missions anymore. I mean, they've got regular missions, but like you can just now wander Hyrule and go wherever you That's want. That's making my stomach feel weird. I cannot handle this. I had a problem with Legend of Zelda. You cannot do this to me. Stop talking Did about it. Did you ever beat it? No. You know I still have it on Nintendo. You never beat it? How I've far got the you original. Get? I was almost done with... It was very traumatic. It was the summer between my 6th and 7th grade years. I lived in Seattle, Washington at that point. I pretended to go outside and play, but really I would sneak back into the house and play it. I was on the last final level, and something shorted out in my motherfucking NES system, and it completely wiped my game. It completely wiped everything. I had, you know, 100 hearts. I had, like, a... a it was almost to the... It was almost to the... I can't even talk about it. You can only have 30 hearts, by the way. All right, well, I had as many as you possibly could fucking have, and I was at the end, and then it just all of a sudden... Because you're going to go fight Ganon. Well, at the time, he's called Ganondorf. Oh. And you had the magic sword and the silver bow, right? Yeah, the silver arrow. They're saying it's going to be op- open world and maybe uh, multiple player. Mm-hmm. So you can interact with other I don't want to talk yeah. about this. Uh, no. Never again. Mm-hmm. If oh, Greg okay. still has it, why don't you play it? No. Yeah, I've got it. And it's one of the games that still works on the Nintendo. I, I still have my original Nintendo, and some of the games don't work so awesome. well. Yeah, I mean, you can try You know, you do the whole blowing on it technique and then... Lightly tapping that was one of the games, actually, believe it or not, at Ground Control. The guys at Ground Control actually made... You took made me to a dark place, by the way. Why did you Sorry. bring that up? Now I feel really gross. 
Why? Because you didn't finish. Because I didn't of Zelda? finish it, and it like it it, it kept me awake. Like spoiler, in my spoiler, she grade, gets kidnapped every other game. <laughs> it kept me awake like for probably a good like month or two. Yeah. Like I just couldn't stop thinking about it, mm-hmm. about how it built toward this moment, then was just taken away from me by a shoddy ass motherfucker. And you'll game. never have that back. That never moment will that never back. come. That's just a piece of your childhood that was robbed from you. You'll never except be that it's at Greg's, and you yeah, can play I do whatever you it. want. Yeah. No, I on a giant it. screen. Yeah, that's true. But no, I don't know if I want her over there playing for hours on Legends. No, of I don't want to. It's yeah. dangerous to go alone, Sarah. You should take this. No, stop it. <laughs> God damn explain. it. You knew what that man's, wasn't it? I'll have to explain to my roommates why is Sarah in our house I would totally right watch now Sarah play playing Zelda. Zelda, and she's really angry and yells at us if we walk into the living room. <gasps> so we've been talking about doing another marathon of pain, but for charity. Oh, nice. Yeah. What if during like the twelve hours or so that we broadcast broadcast straight? We have Sarah in the background the whole time with a TV and your NES. You're playing Zelda? See if she can beat Zelda within 12 <laughs> no, hours. It no. Can be, it could totally be done. You cannot do that to me. You cannot do that to it's me. It's for charity, though. You can do it in 12 hours. Yeah, you Dang. totally can do it in 12 hours. I do have my... I, mm, I had a spoiler book when I was younger, too. Somebody gave it to me. It was like one of it was oh, a very, one of the like, Nintendo Power magazines. One like of the Nintendo the, Power magazines, but it yeah. was like one of the the books that they had issued. So it wasn't the magazine, but it had like a, a whole like it had the entire. Ma- it was such a cheaty thing. Yeah, it had the entire map of uh, you know the land of Zelda, or whatever it was called. Yeah. Hyrule. I yeah. uh, I still have Nintendo Power number one actually. I do too. Yeah, it's kind of beat up. I have one I through five it. still. Yeah, yeah. My favorite oh. cover is still from number two because number two was the cover for. Um, it's Castlevania Two: Simon's Quest, and I had a dude in full armor, and he's holding the head of Dracula. On the oh of the yeah, that's pretty badass. Yeah. All right, I'm done talking. I think that. it's a good idea on the mar- if we do the marathon again that you just in the background are playing, and we'll get updates on how far you are. No, I will play it for like an hour. Nope, you can't beat it in an hour, Sarah. You can. This is your I don't shot want to beat at it. redemption. No. Yeah. Why don't you want to beat it? Because it, it it hurt me so bad the first time. You but this is your whole it. childhood. You'll have everything on the line. Everything of who you are, you could you could fix it. All those girls that tease you, all that stuff, all of that is rooted. Oh, I never told them I played Zelda. But all of it is rooted in you not defeating Zelda, not not winning the Legend of Zelda. She's still trapped in that dungeon on Death Mountain. My dad had a similar experience playing Wizards and Warriors. I remember he stayed up for two days trying to get up that fucking wall. There's a wall at the end that you have to get over, and he could not figure out because he needed the special hover boots. Okay. Yeah, he couldn't get over the wall, and he was so pissed for two days. Finally, we had to shut it off because, you know, my sister and I couldn't play because he was waiting because every spare moment that he wouldn't be working, he'd be trying to get over that goddamn wall. You know who's on the cover of Wizards and Warriors? Who? His first modeling job. Who is it? Fabio. No way. Well, it might be Wizards and Warriors, too, but yeah. It might be, too, because he's wearing a helmet on the first one. Yeah, Fabio's first modeling job was the cover. Yeah, Wizards and Warriors, too. Okay. But Wizards and Warriors has that awesome, like, ding, 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 ding. I love their music. Wow, that is Fabio. That is yeah. funny. Yeah, man. Huh. All right. Learn something new. I think new. this is a good idea for you, Sarah. Okay, well, we'll talk about it later. I don't know. Right. I feel... Well, I, do you want to do some World of Crazy? I want to distance myself from this You need bit. to dress up as Link for Chris, for Halloween. That'd be pretty cool. If Greg dresses up like a yard gnome. No. No, I'm not dressing up like a yard gnome. Why wouldn't you dress up like a yard gnome? Well, I don't want to dress up like a yard I was thinking about this gnome. the other day. I think you'd be a really good yard gnome. Maybe, you but you I could still go want as a good, You could go as Ganon and we'll make you into a pig face. You can be rude all day, but... Sarah gets to hit you with her sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, none of those things sound good. Or either. you dress up as Zelda. No, it's I'm pretty, going as Macho Zelda. Man Randy Savage this year. <laughs> oh, That's what okay. I'm going as. I'm Macho Man. I'm, I'm going not going as a no. I'm going as a man. I'm a man. It okay, I'm going as Macho Man, man yeah, brother. All right, are we going to do a world of crazy? Or what? I'm just doing this. I think we're living a world of crazy. I think we are. Yeah, probably. I'm like sweaty. Is it hot in here? It is. It's yes. pretty warm in here. I'm just checking. 
It's really warm for Zelda because she's still trapped in that dungeon. I hate you. She's been there that whole time. <laughs> that whole time. Fuck you guys. Help me, Sarah. Save me. <laughs> Hello, Listen. my... <laughs> <laughs> it's being said, don't be a dick, Greg. Just dress up like a gnome. <laughs> Well, I mean, they're usually like multiple Halloween parties. Maybe you could go as one. No. For one party. No. Nah. You can be David the Gnome. No. Oh, wait. You didn't have Nickelodeon. You don't know what that is. Yeah, David the Gnome. I don't know what that is. No. Mm-hmm. That's your fancy con- city cable. <laughs> fancy city cable. City TV. Well, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. <laughs> First up, stories out of North Korea. All right, let's not get, let's not do that. All right. Out of North Korea, Kim Jong-un, back in the news, because he's pissed about a movie that's going to be coming out in North America. Have you heard about this, Aaron? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, James Franco and Seth Rogen are starring in an upcoming movie called The Interview. So the interview is a movie about a story of a talk show host and his uh, producer who land a rare sit-down with Kim Jong-un. So this is happening in the movie. However, but the CIA throws a wrinkle into the project when it asks them to assassinate Kim Jong-un. So this is all in the movie. Okay. And apparently North Korea, including Kim Jong-un, has found out about this, and they are not stoked about it whatsoever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So um, Kim Myung-chol, the executive uh, director of the Center for North Korea U.S. Peace... Well, that's kind of a terrifying title. Uh, says in a statement, a film about the assassination of a foreign leader mirrors what the U.S. has done in Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria, and Ukraine. And uh, let us not forget who killed John F. Kennedy, the Americans. In fact, President Obama should be careful in case the U.S. military wants to kill him as well. These are all the things that he's saying because Kim Jong-un is uh, portrayed negatively in an upcoming movie that hasn't even been released yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I guess one of the things that he's really pissed about is uh, so in the trailer, it's alluded to the fact that North Korea's North Koreans, because this is true. Um, Secret Service officers claim that North Koreans believe that anything that Kim Jong uh, Kim Jong Un says, including that he can speak to dolphins, right? Yeah, he can communicate. Oh yeah, with that's them, right. Because he designed their whole. Didn't he design like he the designed the like aquarium thing? Yeah, the the show. It's like their Sea World show. Yes. Yeah, but he trained the dolphins. And taught the the choreography to all the people. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. now, and of course, they also all believe that he never has to urinate or defecate. Well, that's, that's probably fact. That yeah. is probably sure. a yeah, fact. That's true. I'm sure. So now they're uh, so it has been announced that Kim Jong Un will be watching the movie, and that he is very much not a fan of James Franco or Seth Rogen. <laughs> However, they're probably not going to go anywhere near there. So what the fuck is he going to do? Yeah, right. I'm sure they're shaking yeah. and scared at night. Yes. Maybe he'll ask Rodman what he thinks of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, my computer just said a thingy. All right, next up. Hey, guys, I know that we all like our novelty items, but would you be interested in paying $200,000 for Elvis Presley's old white jumpsuit with sweat stains in the armpits? No. <laughs> no. No. Unless I knew a buyer that wanted for 400000 There probably would be. But then they would just buy it for the two. That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, this is going up for auction tomorrow. So it's one of Elvis Presley's suits featuring, in addition to the sweaty armpits, a bejeweled peacock. Uh, <laughs> that's on the suit, apparently. And uh, worn during his Las Vegas performances is going up for auction tomorrow at Sotheby's. And it's expected to fetch between 100000 and $200,000. Yeah. It's going to make stupid money. Yeah. So it's adorned with rhinestones and gold lame and stretched across the front. Back and sides of the suit is a blue and green peacock. 
I mean, the suit sounds pretty badass. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. No, they were cool looking. Yeah. I mean, I would maybe wear a replica yeah. or something. But what are you going to do with that, though? <laughs> are you going to put it on? I like, guess you put it on like a... And then make people call you Elvis if you're that rich. You can like frame it Sebastian or something. Hap- I guess Frame that, it in your, when you walk into your And house I guess or- they could never wash them. Because of oh, what really? they were made out of, they couldn't be washed. Oh. Because of all the rhinestones and gems and the material. Like, oh, that's exactly it. You'd because you'd have to hand wash that. Yeah, and they didn't. They couldn't do any of that. So, because of all the, uh, I found this out when Bruce Campbell filmed Bubba Hotep when he plays the agent Elvis at Fight Some Mummy, uh-huh. which is an awesome movie. Yeah, by the it way. is. It's a great movie. He, gets oh, I see- saw that with you. Yeah, awesome. no, mm-hmm. Bubba Hotep's awesome. Aussie Davis is awesome. Yeah, it's such a good yeah. movie. He in the commentary in the real commentary because he does one he does a commentary as Elvis on it also which is hilarious but in the real commentary he mentions that one of the suits they wore was actually one of the ones from the Presley estate really and that it reeked of bo <laughs> and rancid brute oh wow because he'd get off stage since they couldn't wash them they would just flick brute on it and then go hang them back up <laughs> <laughs> but apparently like the material couldn't be washed without destroying the suit cuz it was probably a little bit like polyester what kind of or, some sort yeah, of bad all blend this, all this bad blend and then plus the gems were just kind of stuck on with like hot glue guns oh right? yeah so they stuff. didn't want to wash any of it cuz they didn't want any of it falling apart no that makes so sense so they would just so they figured he only wears it for a couple hours a night yeah, but even though he's on stage sweating, profusely. sweating like a pig from all the drugs that's in his system, yeah. or whatever. Ugh. Yeah, and they would just squirt it. They would like just lather the insides <laughs> with brute cologne and then hang them back up. Just squirt it and lather it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you just like slip it onto him. Just be like, all right. Yeah. Oh, gross. Go out there, King. Give it to him. <laughs> well, also up for auction. Uh, so also up for auction is uh, so Elvis's sweat stained suit, which is uh, going to be going for about two hundred thousand dollars. Um, also, Bob Dylan's original handwritten, like a Rolling Stone lyrics on hotel st- uh, stationery, which is pretty fucking awesome. That's kind of cool. That's neat. I love that song still. Uh, a piano played by John Lennon, Elton John, and David Bowie. And also, Jimi Hendrix's infamous $1 contract that he had. So these are wow. all going up for auction tomorrow. Was this all from one private collector who's It must them? be, because they're all at Sotheby's and they're all at the same, uh, the same day. You know who's going to fucking buy them all? It's Paul Allen. I was just going to say this. Paul Allen's like going to be Paul Allen's going to land yeah. on this. Yeah. Or, and it'll all go into his museum. Yeah. yeah. And it nobody can ever see his museum, serious money right? to outbid. No, no, he rotates it. Oh, he does? No, yeah. yeah his the, museum's open yeah, for the public. Experience Music Project. Hmm. In Seattle. I have never been to that yet. It's, the That's whole cool. building is made and to look like Jimi Hendrix's broken guitar. That part of it is. Yeah, oh, there's yeah. more to it. Well, the EM, the the sci-fi section has a whole different design. Oh, gotcha, yeah. Yeah, he rotates it all out. Like, he has things that are always there, but they'll do themes. Like, I think the last month or so was when Hendrix went to London. Okay. So it was all about Hendrix's first trip to England. Oh, cool. That's cool. Well, I sent you, the, I showed you those pictures when we were up there last time. The other side is fantasy on the on the sci-fi museum. Mm. So they have all these props from Labyrinth. Oh, I remember that, and then and it's like, gone now, And, right? like, Henson's handwritten diary when he was plotting out the story of Labyrinth. That's so cool. Yeah, it's cool stuff. Next, I still have... I don't know if you got it for me. Somebody did. I have, uh, like, a book with all, of like, you know, like, behind-the-scenes stories and, like, the tales from all the, like, the different creatures I the background stories. I got the Goblin King action figure. Oh, no, I still have that. It's in my apartment. Yeah. It's sitting on top of, uh, right when you walk into my entryway. Did you open I, it? No. Okay. Why should I should I open? Uh, it? I saw it at a show going for three hundred dollars. Oh well, no, I'm never wow. getting that thing. I'm just away. saying, yeah, I looked at that. I'm like, huh, okay, that one's apparently rare. Yeah, no, I have two of them. So there's the one that the wonderful one that you gave me, and then I have a second one that's like that's like a smaller one, and they both sit up on top of my cabinet along yeah. with the, the display book. Yeah, 
because I'm a nerd. So when you open, I look like a crazy person because when you open my door, because uh, as you like walk down the hall, you can kind of see into my apartment when I open the door, and I have a mannequin, like a, a <laughs> headless, armless mannequin wearing the gas mask from Rick's uh, zombie economics video with a oh, big yeah. fur jacket wearing a leopard print bra, then this weird like four-headed bust of a, um, of a Buddha. Standing there, and then also uh, all of my labyrinth stuff. So that's all you see when you open the door, just like a, a mannequin wearing. See, so just that just seems normal to me. You walk into you guys have seen. You walk into oh, our yeah. place. Mm-hmm. You got pictures of the haunted mansion. We have this gorgeous art print about the first three levels of Castlevania. <laughs> oh yeah, that's you know. Awesome. I mean, and we have a bust of Hellboy as soon as you walk <laughs> in. <I> mean. <laughs> oh, and finally. There has been something announced today, so I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's as invasive as when you when you go to the lady doctor, but I'm sure none of us really look forward to going to the doctor to having our nether regions checked out. No, yeah, it all depends on how attractive they are. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> most normal people don't okay, look forward to it. <laughs> all right. Well, of course, you know a lot of things on the internets these days. Like, you can diagnose yourself. You can like talk to doctors on the internet. Uh, you know, if you go on like WebMD, you can do that. But what WebMD hasn't made available, which this new company is going to do called First Derm. So this is a new company that will let you, instead of having to go in to the doctor's office, take pictures of body parts, most specifically penises, that you think that you might have an STD or some kind of infection, and you can send the pictures to the doctors at First Derm for an effortless diagnosis. This is what they're saying. So does this charge, or...? It, they charge. So uh, it's quick. It's apparently it's anonymous. Okay. So you submit. So this is most uh, most specifically for your penis. <laughs> what you do yeah. is submit two photos of your penis. You submit a close up and an overview. So apparently one close up and then an overview of it, and you get the results back from a dermatologist within twenty four hours. Huh. So the diagnosis costs forty dollars. So additionally, 70% of the cases that they've found can be treated with over-the-counter medications, so chances are you don't have to step foot in a doctor's office at all, according to the site. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess there are some guys out there that are really self-conscious or mm-hmm. embarrassed about something. So I guess in a way, if it helps them get help, yeah. I mean, otherwise, if they had to just ignore it and maybe pass it on to other people or, you know, die... I guess there's, sorry, I guess there's like a positive outcome to it. Mm-hmm. There is. I guess I would just <laughs> better make be sure you hesitant, send that picture just right. Yeah, of of just a picture going in. Like, can a doctor accurately, like, truly accurately diagnose that? Well, I'm guessing you also have to say like, like, what have you done within the last two weeks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long has it been there? All that stuff. I'm sure there could be some back and forth. I mean, maybe if you, there are probably some questions that you have to answer. I'm not sure. You send two pictures of your dick. I'm like, what's wrong with my dick? Right, and then they send right. it back twenty four hours later. There's got to be some kind of questionnaire. So there is a. So this is an app that is. Uh, is it called What's One of My Dick dot com? <laughs> it's called just First Derm. Oh. So it's it's an app that's is for like all skin ailments. So it's not just penis specific. But however, seventy percent of the photos that First Derm receives are from below the waist. It's being said. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Well, so maybe that maybe that'll do some good. Yeah. So you can actually download it as an application on your phone, available for iPhone and Android. So there you go. If you want a, a dick app, I on just your see phone. this as getting another step closer to a real tricorder. What is that oh. from Star Trek? Tricorders. Oh, tricorders. The little awesome. handheld devices. Oh, I know. And they would scan you, and they know what's wrong with you. And I went as a Trekkie for Halloween one time and turned my tricorder into a uh, flask. I had a tricorder flask. It was awesome. Wait, you went as a Trekkie? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it was making fun of Trekkies. Yes, it was. I know. I know. I was a big fan of the movie Trekkies. I love that movie. I love that movie. So I went off of yeah. their characters. So we, it was a spoof on that. I'll, I'll tell you off there. All right. But I had the full, the full getup. I'll tell you off there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you go, my friends. That is your world of crazy. Crazy. <laughs> All right. Um... So we've got a couple of things left. Okay. I do have some ball talk. All right. We also have... <laughs> now there's a bunch of angry people now. How dare you make fun of Trekkies? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Watch the movie Trekkies. It's funny. And I like Star Trek, too. No, it's pretty great. Yeah. No, yeah. it is great. Yeah. No, it was a good costume. Not when, not when Greg doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because Greg's just an ass. Um, so do we want to do ball talk first or do... The, Let's the, do ball talk song first. Let's do ball talk first. Do ball talk first? Yes. All right. That's uh oh you know what I'm gonna have to make a prediction today. We need some we need some treats. Um, unfortunately, the treats were all eaten over the weekend. Uh, well, can we? Okay, what can we put out here? I do have to make a prediction. Okay. So maybe you can. We can I just start off on ball talk. I have and then... some lettuce. <laughs> all right, we'll do it with lettuce. So that, we can, sure. so that we can pour shots with. <laughs> <laughs> I can. Yeah. That, see, there's lettuce. I have a tomato. There's some cheese. Do you want uh, some cheese? Cheese. Cheese is good. That's some mozzarella. Mm, okay. It's room temperature cheese now. Uh, oh, mo- well, mozzarella can be room temperature because it makes it softer. That's fine. I saw it when sure. you brought it in. I don't, I don't know how long it had been sitting out. I just bought it this morning, dick face. Remember, it also was next to the garbage bag. It was not. I moved. I brought the garbage bag down and then brought this in here. Well, okay. In all fairness, the games apparently have started earlier today. We can wait until tomorrow to make a prediction. Okay, let's do that. We can do that. We'll make a prediction on tomorrow's games. Uh, oh. No, we need to do that today. They're also early tomorrow. Yeah, we have, we have to do it today. So it's fine. You can just do whatever you can. I like all treats. It'll be okay. Okay. <laughs> all right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. 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 All right, it's a potpourri of balls. A little bit of a smattering. Making me Splenda packets. <laughs> no. Oh, God, I hate Splenda. I uh, will say this, of course, the we'll have some more World Cup here coming up, but with the World Cup, there is something that has gone on sale from Adidas, a rare collaboration from Adi Zero, which I guess is their some kind of a type of cleat that they sell. They're selling now the five-star Snoop Lion edition cleat. What? So he is the first celebrity so to get a cleat from Adidas. And it's uh, going to have Even though he's all... not an athlete. Right. right. Okay. So their gold cleat tips, detailed with an all-white toe box and roaring lion, printed from the midfoot to heel. So they're limited edition uh, cleats that will, that will be available, I guess, only in Los Angeles on Friday, June 27th, for a mere $120. Oh, that's it? Mere $120. You can get yourself a pair of Snoop Lion cleats, everybody. Wow. Yeah, they're they're pretty gross That's looking. That's pretty exciting stuff. They are pretty gross looking. All right, uh, moving on about... Oh, here, Sarah, I'll tell you what, what match I'm going to predict, just so you know. Okay. For that. Uh, I'll predict... <laughs> uh, we'll do... I didn't know it was so detailed over it there is. to make it. It's a we'll lot of work. Costa Rica and... Eng- okay, here, I'll leave it up to you guys. Costa Rica and England no, or can't. Italy, Uruguay. Uruguay, the first one. No, I think I think Uruguay and Italy because whatever happens with Costa Rica, England doesn't matter, right? Right, that's true. There's more riding right, on so Italy, Rica, Uruguay. Wait, what is it? Italy, Uruguay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, Italy, Uruguay. I want to go to Montevideo so bad. All right. So we'll uh, be getting that done up. Uh, moving no, on sorry, to ball I'm talk. Watching Sarah spell Uruguay. Oh, did I spell it wrong? <laughs> no, it's fine. It's 
totally correct. <laughs> is it a U? No, it's fine. There, there was Colombia was one of the options, too. Bogota. 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 Um, all right. <laughs> you guys are so funny. Before we go too far, we've got uh, this story here. This comes from, just a side note, Floyd Mayweather, in case anybody was wondering how he's doing. I was. Had a had a weekend. He went to Miami for DJ Irie's birthday party, whatever that is. Okay. But the bottom line is he ended up spending $100,000 at a strip club. Good for him. $100,000. Good for them, actually. Good business for them. Yeah. yeah. Hell of a night. Hundred grand on one night at a strip club. And speaking of strip clubs, Carmelo Anthony is uh, officially going to be opting out of his contract with the New York Knicks, meaning he can sign with any team he wants. But New Yorkers would like him to come back to New York. And Rick's Cabaret in NYC. Rick's Cabaret NYC, that's the name of the club. Okay. Of course, a gentleman's club in Midtown Manhattan have uh, now offered up this. They've posted pictures of their girls wearing Carmelo jerseys saying, The team needs you. If you renew with the Knicks, we promise to do our small part to keep you happy. We want you to know that we will reward you with free <laughs> lap dances for as long as you are a Nick. So there it is. The free lap dances wow. for Carmelo Anthony. I'm sure his wife will love that, too. Oh, he's married? Uh, yeah, he's married to Lala Vasquez, who used to be... Oh, the uh, MTV VJ. Yeah, and, yeah. and she's, oh. like, super protective of him. Well. She does not want any woman near him. I've, I've read some, some reports. She's no, she's not a, crazy. Yeah, she's not yeah. a nice person to no. any lady that gets near Carmelo. Let's just say for, um, like, just so you know where this came from, she's Kim Kardashian's best friend. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Okay. So if that puts anything into context. That, that does. Mm-hmm. Stable house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, moving on to ball talk. This, uh, this I have to report on because it's here from the Northwest, and it has to do with the women's uh, U.S. national team. Their star goalkeeper, Hope Solo, who was arrested this weekend in suburban Seattle. So she lives up in Kirkland, and she's the one also with the husband, uh, Jeremy Stevens, who is a former football player. He allegedly... Uh, they, well, he was arrested for a domestic dispute where supposedly he punched her or something. The day before their wedding, she forgave him and they got married the next day. She herself also <laughs> not necessarily the uh, model citizen. So, Oh, not Hope she Solo. Was, so she was at a party at her sister's place. This was on Saturday night, I believe it was. Or Saturday, Friday or Saturday night. And police were arrived because supposedly she was drunk and started beating her sister and her 17-year-old nephew. Wow. The uh, police showed up. There were visible signs of assault. I'm not laughing, but I mean, it's kind of crazy. There were visible signs that the uh, 17-year-old nephew had been hit. Jesus. And I guess she was like on some tirade and was upset and wouldn't stop. So they had to call the police and she was arrested. I believe as of now, or maybe at least until this morning, she was still in jail. So I think uh, I'll have to double check, but I believe today she was going to be arraigned on the assault charges. Her attorney said that the, of course, these are all false accusations. No. She didn't do anything. But judging from her past, I don't know. I don't know, man. She's uh, she's kind of crazy. So there is that. That is that is what happened. I won't put any more speculation on it, but she has been arrested. She will be arraigned for it. Uh, moving on to ball talk. Here's somebody, we were talking about this yesterday. We watched the U.S.-Portugal game. And mm-hmm. of course, Portugal has their star soccer player who was the soccer player of the year for the world. Oh, Cristiano hot guy? Cristiano Ronaldo. Yes. yes who of uh, ladies finds to be quite attractive. A lot of people find him to be quite attractive. Cristiano Ronaldo. And we were talking about this actually during the game. Like, all right, yes, I get it. Everybody finds him very attractive. He's also the best soccer player in the world. He also is the richest soccer player in the world. <laughs> Has the biggest contract. 
I'm like, okay, well, fuck this guy. So there's got to be something. He's got all these things. He's got to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. There, he has this to be. This was the speculation during <laughs> like, the, like, he can't be like, funny. Please. Yeah, he can't yeah. be awesome. I'm like, what, is he going to be uh, dancing and put out an album now, too? Like, he's got to be He's got to be just an asshole. I'm going to hope that's what he is. Well, apparently, there's this. Um, he had a weird haircut that was going on where he had a Z shaved on the side of his head. He and did. There's, there's two things going with this. So, one, in March... Apparently there was a, and I, I actually kind of remember talking about this. There was a Spanish kid, I don't know how old he was, he was, you know, like 8, 9, 10, something like that, who had brain cancer, and they had to have an operation on him, and uh, he, they were trying to raise money, or excuse me, it was a tumor. Uh, it was a tumor, yeah, something anyway, something, something okay. really bad. He had to have a brain surgery, and they didn't have the money to pay for it, so this family was trying to raise money. They sent a request to him to see if he'd send a signed jersey they could auction off, and he just replied back and said, oh, well, how much is it? I'll just write you a check for the whole thing. So he just paid for the whole thing. Um, he's like, yep, yeah, let's just skip all that. I'll just pay for the surgery. So he paid for that. So obviously not maybe necessarily an asshole. Now, the rumor yesterday was the reason he had the haircut, and he hasn't confirmed this himself, because another in another sign that he's, in fact, not an asshole, he doesn't like to talk about his charitable donations. <laughs> Allegedly, he had that shaved on the side of his head because it mimics what the kid's scar looks like that had the surgery. <laughs> so that's why he had the shaved thing in the side of his head. I'm like, fucking hell. So this guy's so this angry guy's got that he's just so nice. He's so, apparently, I mean, if this is true, and it is true that he paid for it, the, the haircut thing is what they're saying. I'm like, damn. So you are just you're an awesome guy. Dick. Yeah, you're supposed to be a dick, man. You can't have it all. But he does. He's, he, apparently that's what he did. So, there you go. Cristiano Ronaldo. Blah blah blah, yay for him. Blah blah also, blah. Also, his girlfriend is so is incredibly gorgeous. She is a very very attractive woman. Cristiano Ronaldo. Moving on. <laughs> so angry. <laughs> I'm not really. I'm just like, man. It, uh, you know, some people just have it all. He probably wouldn't be a good wrestler in a cornfield, though, Greg. That's right. No, that's you right. You have he doesn't know how to take you. a spritzer. Doesn't know how to squatch hunt. <laughs> so, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. He's he's pretty cool. Except for when he plays the U.S. Then okay. I really don't want him to do well. Moving on. Here's something that uh, people in Chile have another reason to root for their team. So I believe they are going to be going on to the next round. Or it's, it sounds like sounds like they might. Uh, but here's what this woman did. So in the she put out... This is a Chilean porn star. Oh. And... She uh, made a pronouncement, I guess, during the first game that if uh, that if Spain or if Chile won, if Chile beat Spain, she would vow a twelve-hour sex romp with strangers. That's how it's quoted in <laughs> with here. With strangers. With strangers. <laughs> well, they won, and she did. They won the next game, and so she bumped it up to sixteen hours. And now she said that if Chile can beat Netherlands, she will have sex with strangers for eighteen hours straight, in honor of them winning. I don't know who really wins in this. Because that doesn't sound like yeah. something I'd want to see. See, Sarah, she's going to fuck for 18 hours. You won't even play Zelda for 12. <laughs> oh. Oh, I don't really want to be compared to the woman Just who said she wants to have sex with strangers for 18 one's hours. One's easier than the other. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Moving on in Baltuck. For charity, folks. Moving on. Uh, the U.S., of course, the, the end result of the game yesterday was that Portugal tied... In the with like thirty seconds left Such in the stoppage time, bullshit, and that was thanks to Ronaldo making a pass to this guy, open guy right there, scored the goal. 
and fucked it up. Basically, the U.S. was 30 seconds away from a guaranteed trip to the next round. Since it ended in a tie, it's not guaranteed now. And we have to play Germany, who is one of the favorites of the entire tournament. So Germany, also, though, they ended up tying, uh, I believe it was Ghana in their last match. So Germany's pissed, which isn't good for anybody. It's never good when Germany's Mm -mm. angry. And now, <laughs> historically speaking, no, historically speaking, never... it's not. It doesn't end up good for anyone. Uh, but Germany is mad, and so they wanted to prove a point. And of course, our next game is against the United States. So we'll see what happens. United States can still lose, and it's it's possible to make it onto the next round. But ideally, they'd want to tie. Also, Germany can move to the next round guaranteed if they tie. So hey, maybe just let's just uh, throw us a tie here, Germany. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Come on, it's the first time I'll ever root for a tie because I hate ties. All right, finally in ball talk. We have been doing this throughout the uh, World Cup. Of course, we all know about Paul the Octopus. Well, I'm Greg the Human, making predictions myself. I'm, uh, you know, maybe over the weekend uh, the match didn't end up what I wanted it to be. I believe I predicted Nigeria, Bosnia over the weekend, and I think uh, perhaps it was a draw, and uh, Nigeria ended up winning that game. It wasn't a draw. So I was off on that one. You were off. But there's still plenty of tournament to get back right, and right now in front of me, I've got three napkins written underneath are the names Italy, Uruguay, and Draw in predicting their match tomorrow morning at uh, 9 a.m. Pacific time. They each have a piece of cheese over them, appropriate Mm. mozzarella cheese, Sarah. There you go. It is Italy. It's very delicious cheese. It's Italy. I'm going to say as I was whittling them to the same sizes and shapes, I I did have to eat a little bit. They all look delicious. Mm. And also, I don't think your last one would have counted because isn't that the one where coffee was spilled on them? Well, I didn't see this. That didn't. No, remember? Oh, I, oh yeah. The, yeah. Oh, so that's negated. Yeah. Okay, so that one didn't count. Yeah. That could be Sweet. True. All right, that's out of the running then. <laughs> Good. I'm back to even. All right. Uh, I have to take a look here at the cheese. Why don't you get. Yeah, see, Aaron didn't realize that take we actually look. do this. Like, No, I knew you did it. I just didn't realize it was this involved. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, I have to make sure they all look. All the pieces yeah. of uh, like paper underneath they are do, even. How come, they're not, the how come they're not peanut MMs? Because then it would. Oh, because I'd have to purchase well, peanut m and this is just what I brought for yeah. food. All right, now, <laughs> I, I made a mistake on uh, one of the matches where I went for my first my first instinct, and then I second-guessed myself. And my first so now you're second-guessing right. your first instinct? Yes. Uh-oh. You shouldn't do that. That one. This is it. All right. I'm going to hand this to Sarah. Well, all eat right. eat your treat. Take your reward. I'm eating my treat. I have picked one of the napkins, Sarah. Can you Who's a good Greg the Human? All right. You have picked... Draw. Ah, damn it. I keep picking draws. All right. Well... There it is. Greg the Human has eaten. Italy and Uruguay will tie tomorrow, according to Greg the Human. Hashtag Greg the Human. Use I'll that on Twitter. It's trending. Which one did you pick, Aaron? Oh, you changed it to a U. Isn't that what it is? Uh, well, you wrote it Uruguay the first time. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'd never yeah, you do, do something have like that. One too. That's good. Uh, well, there we go. Draw tomorrow, Italy and Uruguay. We'll mm. find out what happens. Well, uh, it'll be done by tomorrow's show, so I guess we'll know. All okay. right, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, before we go, though. <laughs> oh, should we, should we, uh, should we play, play the rapidly made song that I produced this morning because I promised it? No, you mean that you spent a lot of time on I it. I spent a lot of time on All right, so this is the payoff from last week for John and Boring. I did say I would make a song about his dog. It's a short song. I didn't have time to score it, so there's not music involved. You didn't have time to layer it. <laughs> it's all a cappella. And uh, we, uh, we have that here. This is for his dog, Ray Ray, who is a Labradoodle, and also referencing his, uh, apparently, the Labradoodle's buddies, which are the two dachshunds. Uh, I can't remember their names, but I believe they're even... You, they, I think you mentioned I them I think they're the name-checked in the song. Yes. 
right, do you want to mute us and then we'll go ahead and play this? All right, all right. let's go ahead and do it. Here it is. This is Ray Ray's song. Well, hello there, everybody. How you doing today? I'd like to tell you about myself. My name is Ray Ray. I'm a dog you can see, but not a Labrapoodle. I'm a mixed-up version they call a Labradoodle. I'm kind of hypoallergenic, fluffy with some curls. I like running around and chasing the squirrels. I enjoy sniffing things and rolling around in the grass. I live out in Boring, Oregon, which doesn't suck ass. I hang out with my ducks and pals, Lola and Roxy. And this cool chick, Kathleen, she's got a lot of moxie. Then there's my buddy John, missing when he's gone. But he loves to clean up after I poop in the lawn. Man, I have a great life, it's so much fun. Sometimes I'm so excited, I just have to run. Well, it's time for some dinner and maybe a nap. I think I'll go and try and jump into John's lap. But before I head out, I just gotta say, it's been really nice sniffing you today. And if if you're ever in the neighborhood and you want to play, just come on over and yell, hey, Ray, Ray. Oh, my wow. God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh I kind of like it. <laughs> I do, <Right>. too. <laughs> You know what you guys got to do? You got to start combining your businesses No, now. we can't have it. I don't know if I feel comfortable with this. No, because you can buy those little motion-sensitive MP3 playback things and mount them inside the dog painting so when people walk by, it just starts up. Oh, there we go. Well, I have painted uh, his other dog, Lola. I haven't painted Ray Ray, though. All right. Well, there it was. This is the foray into that business. That was really good, That's Greg. amazing. Thank you. <laughs> All right, John. There you go. That was your $25 worth. Um... <laughs> Aaron, what's coming on? What's Nothing going on with you cool. today? <laughs> uh, today at five thirty on Drive Time at the Drive-In, I am actually going to be joined by one of the winners of the Olympathon, uh, Alicia Orm. She's been on the show a lot. She's kind of one of our new uh, guest hosts. Awesome. That pops on. We are going to be going through Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Ooh. Oh, nice! Yes, it's going to be all Trek nerdy it's in a, here. It's the thirtieth anniversary of that, right? No, actually. Uh, Yes, I thought it was. It is so the 30th anniversary. It was like Ghostbusters and like a whole bunch of things came out 30 years yeah. ago. This past it's 30th weekend. anniversary. There's a lot of movies, big ones. Yeah. Like today is also the 25th anniversary of Burton's Batman. Wow! Oh, wow! Yeah. Really? Yeah. Damn. 1989. No shit. Yeah. Wait, the 25th anniversary? Yeah. Okay. Bat. Damn. That makes me feel old. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. That's that's yep. crazy. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Came out in 89. But yeah, this is 30th anniversary of Search for Spock because awesome. it was 1984. Technically, it would be around Christmas. Trek movies used to come out around Christmas, but we're still going to do it anyway. Awesome. I like it. Yep. Damn the man. Yeah, and then is right. there maybe... I believe so. We'll see. I know Cable's out because his family's in town, but uh, we'll see what Nate and Royal can do. Okay. Well, at least at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time right here on the Fun Employment Drag Radio Drag time Network. to the drive-in. Yeah. I am back. I took last uh, week off. That's because you were in Denver. I was in Denver. Yeah. In the creepiness of Denver. Well, well, the airport. The airport. The city's yeah. cool. The, the airport's awesome. fucking terrifying. Yeah. yeah, I think they know that. Yeah, too. yeah, it is terrifying. God, I had amazing tacos in Denver. Oh my! Really? Tacos and beer. There's a brewery called True. It's a black death metal brewery. Oh, I think oh, I saw. I saw yeah. the pictures. Oh my! And it was some of the best beer I've ever had in my life. Oh, all their aging awesome. barrels are named after demons and Norse gods. I want to go there. That's yeah. amazing. Um, but, uh, of course, when we uh, head out really quick, Sarah, we yes, need to remind I, everybody yep, I know. that uh, 
I will be riding off on my bike from Bike Gallery. You will be. I'm going to work, and so you're getting some extra miles today, which kind of pisses me off. Yeah. Oh, no, it's going to be awesome. But if you would like to pick up a bike or anything associated with it. Like our good it, friend Heather. Yeah, did she go and get a bike? one this weekend. She went to the Woodstock location. Of course, there are six fine Bike Gallery locations. You can find out at BikeGallery.com. She went to the Woodstock one, got herself a brand new pretty silver Trek bike. Awesome. Which is gorgeous. So we're going to go bike riding this week together. And I believe she got a discount because she went to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicked on that Bike Gallery link. She sure did. And actually, the person that was helping her there, he's just like, wow, this is awesome. I never see discounts like this. So this is a rare thing. Oh. It's very lucky. Yeah. Very cool. So yeah. go to funemploymentradio.com or there's bikegallery.com slash funemployment leads to the same thing. Mm. It's a coupon, 10% off any regular priced item from Bike Gallery, including bikes. Mm. That can be a lot of savings. Yeah. So big thank you to them, bikegallery.com. And you can have stuff shipped too. Yep. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for everything. Aaron, thanks. Thank you. Stop singing, Greg. I'll be back at 530. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.